In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Let us read some verses from John chapter 18, starting from verse 33. Then Pilate entered the praetorium again, called Jesus, and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Are you speaking for yourself about this? Or did others tell you this concerning me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight, so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born. And for this cause, I have come into the world that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no fault in him at all. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. As you know, this morning we celebrated the Feast of Annunciation, in which Archangel Gabriel appeared to Saint Mary, the Mother of God, to announce to her the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. And today is April 7. From April 7 to January 7, nine months. And this is the time of the pregnancy of St. Mary. Also, after three weeks, we will celebrate the uh, Holy Week and the trial of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the passage that I read to you, especially verse 37 and 38, explain or explain to us, yes, one of the reasons of the incarnation of the Son of God while we are celebrating the Annunciation. So we speak about the incarnation. Why God became man? And also this passage is about the trial of our Lord Jesus Christ that we will celebrate in the Holy Week three weeks. So, what is the reason? One of the reasons of his incarnation. Verse 37, the Lord said to Pilate, For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. So one of the main reasons why God became man to bear witness to the truth. Then the Lord said, everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Then Pilate said to him, what is truth? And he ended the conversation even before listening to the answer of our Lord Jesus Christ. As I will explain, the truth is God himself. The Lord Jesus Christ said, I am the truth. In our time, which is called the post-modern era, many doubts about the truth. And people speak about 
the relative truth and the absence of absolute truth. That's why I like to speak tonight with you about what is the truth. The question that Pilate asked, what is the truth? Actually, I can say truth was put on trial and judged by people who were devoted to lies. I'm speaking here about the Lord Jesus Christ. People who devoted themselves to lies judged the truth, judged our Lord Jesus Christ. As right now, people who are devoting themselves to lies, they judge the truth and cast doubt on the truth. The truth about the existence of God, the truth about the scripture, all this truth. After being arrested, the truth was led to Anas, who was a former high priest of the Jews. And Anas broke numerous Jewish laws during the trial. For example, he held the trial in his house and he tried to induce self-accusation against the Lord Jesus Christ. And in spite of all of this, they could not actually find any accusation against him. Then our Lord, the truth, was led to Kifaz, who was the son-in-law of Anas. And Kifaz actually broke at least seven laws, Jewish laws. For example, the trial was held in secret. Number two, it was carried out at night. Number three, there was bribery. Number four, our Lord Jesus Christ had no one present with him to make a defense for him. Number five, the requirement of two to three witnesses could not be met. Number six, they used self-incriminating testimony against our Lord Jesus Christ. Number seven, they carried out the death penalty against the Lord the same day. All these points are a violation to the Jewish law. But at the end, they declared that Jesus, the truth, is guilty. As many people right now judge the truth, and say the truth is wrong. People who support homosexuality are judging the truth and saying the truth is wrong. People who are supporting transgenderism are judging the truth and say the truth is wrong. People who are supporting abortion the same way. So what happened 2,000 years is still happening until today. People, they want to kill the truth as they killed the Lord Jesus Christ. But they forgot that after they killed the Lord Jesus Christ, he rose from the dead. You cannot kill the truth. Even if you have temporary victory over the truth. But the end, the truth will rise because Jesus is the truth. The truth will rise. You cannot kill the truth. And Pilate asked the Lord Jesus Christ, what is the truth? And 
we don't know exactly whether this question was a sincere desire to know what is the truth or a cynical insult or he was irritated by the words of the Lord when he told him I was born and I came to the world to bear witness to the truth we don't know why Pontius Pilate asked this question without waiting for an answer from the Lord and now in the postmodern era this question is very very important what is the truth in order to define the truth it would be helpful to tell you what truth is not what truth is not truth is not simply whatever works some people believe that ends justify the means for example if I lie in order to get out of the problem then that's accepted so lies can appear to work it can get people out of problems temporarily but they are still lies and not the truth so truth is not simply whatever works truth also is not simply what is coherent and understandable some people when they don't understand how God is Trinity and these three are one so they eliminate the idea of Trinity and they speak about one God no Trinity when people find difficulty to understand how the bread and wine change into body and blood so they are against the change of the elements to the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ and they say they are symbols so sometimes we go after what is coherent and understandable but a group of people can get together and form a conspiracy based on a set of falsehoods and all of them agree to tell the same false story but this doesn't make their presentation and their story is true also truth is not what makes people feel good unfortunately bad news can be true also truth is not what the majority says the majority can make a wrong decision and they can have wrong perception during the time of Athanasius almost the whole world went after Arius this doesn't mean at all they were right because they were the majority when you see the majority right now supporting all these falsehood about same-sex marriage transgenderism abortion legalization of drugs this will not make it true this will not make it true also truth is not what is comprehensive 
you can make a very lengthy and detailed presentation and at the end the result can be false conclusions. All the books is written about evolution and all the very detailed description about evolution did not make it true. Still, evolution is a false theory. And truth is not defined by what is intended. Good intentions can still be wrong. And truth is not how we know. Truth is what we know. Not how we know, but it is what we know. Truth is not, not simply what you believe. If you believe in it, then it's true for you. Many people believe lies. Our mother Eve believed a lie. When Satan told her, if you eat from this tree, you will be similar to God. And truth is not what is publicly proved. Truth can be privately known. For example, location of buried treasure is not known for everybody. The Greek word of truth is aletheia. You hear it in the divine liturgy, alethos, aletheia. Aletheia literally means unhide or hiding nothing. That's the truth. Which means the truth is always there. Always open and available for all to see. With nothing hidden or obscured. The Hebrew word for truth is emeth, which is similar to the Coptic word omithmi, can omithmi, which means firmness, constancy. So the truth is something re reliable, like everlasting substance. You can rely on it. Our Lord said to Pilate, I came to bear witness to the truth. So, the truth is outside the world. But it was revealed to us and give meaning to our life. We do not create the truth, but we will discover it. If we are from God, God will reveal the truth to us. We don't create the truth, but we discover the truth is revealed to us. We cannot control the truth, but we, be, we must submit to the truth. You cannot control the law of gravity, but you need to respect the law of gravity and submit to it. The world has no authority to change the truth or to control the truth. 
When we know the truth, the truth reveals to us the glory of God. Then we praise Him, we glorify Him. If we refuse or reject the truth, it is rejection to God. In the Gospel of John chapter 14, from verse 5 to 9, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? So, Jesus is the truth. If you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, if you reject Jesus, then you are rejecting the truth. If you're rejecting the truth, you are rejecting the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you are rejecting Jesus, you are rejecting the Father also. And also you are rejecting the eternal life. So those who are rejecting the truth and they want to follow their own truth, they are rejecting the Lord Jesus Christ, they are rejecting the Trinity, they are also rejecting the eternal life. In his prayers, the Lord Jesus Christ, in, in John chapter 17, the Lord Jesus Christ said to the Father, I have glorified you on earth. How? How the Son glorified the Father on earth? By revealing the truth to the people. By revealing to them the truth about the Father, the truth about sin, the truth about eternal life, the truth about salvation, he came to bear witness to the truth. And by bearing witness to the truth, he glorified the Father. That's why he said, whoever of the truth hears my voice, what he said to Pilate. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Uh, if you are a true Christian, then you will be a lover of the truth. In Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse ten. And 12. He was speaking about the Antichrist. Let's start from verse 9. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish 
because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. For this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. These verses actually exactly apply for our contemporary time. People now, they are believing lies. When they believe that there is difference between your gender and the way you were born, and you hear strange statement like, I feel I am a female in the body of a male. What does this mean? Even scientifically and medically, there is nothing like this except the person has XXY chromosomes. And these are very rare cases. And we know people are XX or XY, female and male. That's it. And there are very, very rare cases that are XXY. I'm not speaking about these cases. But people actually, they want to believe a lie. Uh, as St. Paul said, with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And I want you to bring to your attention here how St. Paul linked between salvation and loving the truth. If you don't love the truth, then you are putting your salvation at high risk. People who resist the truth, they are resisting God. So the grace of God will be withdrawn from them. God does not impose himself on anybody. If you resist God, God will be, his grace will be withdrawn. That's why they will have, they will be exposed to the strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in righteousness. Pleasure in, right, in unrighteousness. Pleasure in sin. Like people had pleasure in, in, in same-sex marriage, in, in homosexuality, transgenderism, drugs. Also, the true love, because some people, when they defend supporting like homosexuality or transgenderism, they, they use the word love. We, we love these people. This should be unconditional love. Let us read what St. Paul said about love. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 6. This chapter is the chapter of love. St. Paul said, Love does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Love does not rejoice in iniquity, in sins, but rejoices in the truth. If a person actually wanted to do the will of God, they will abide by the truth and they will apply the truth in their life. In John chapter 7, verse 17, the Lord said, If anyone wills 
to do his will, wants, desire to do the will of God. He shall know that concerning the doctrine, whether it is from God or whether I speak on my own authority. So, the Lord is saying, if you have a desire to do the will of God, God will reveal the truth to you and you will be able to discern even the words of the Lord, whether he is speaking the word of God or is speaking from his own authority. Because he who is of God hears the word of God. In post-modernism, actually, they are against the idea of the absolute truth. And they will tell you the truth is offensive. One famous complaint against the absolute truth, they will tell you, you are narrow-minded. So do you believe only the Orthodox Christian will go to heaven? Are you narrow-minded to that extent? But, the truth is, truth by nature is narrow. For example, can we say a math teacher is narrow-minded because he believes that 2 plus 2 equals 4? Can we accuse him that he is narrow-minded? When he tells you equal 4, no other answer. Another objection to the truth, to the absolute truth, that it is arrogant to claim that you are right and other people are wrong. And here I'm going to use the same example of the math teacher. Is it arrogant to defend and insist that the only answer to this equation 2 plus 2 equals 4 is 4? Can you tell him you are arrogant because he is holding to this truth? Uh, also, another objection to the absolute truth, especially when it comes to faith and religion, they will tell you are excluding other people and you need to be inclusive. But actually, truth by nature excludes its opposite. All answers other than four are excluded from the reality that two plus two equals four. They will tell you the world is divided because people claim they hold the truth. So the truth is offensive and divisive. Uh, and they will tell you all what it matters is sincerity. But truth is not affected by sincerity. For example, if I take a bottle of poison and I sincerely believe it is lemonade, not poison, and I drink it, I will suffer from the unfortunate effect of the poison. So, 
Truth is truth regardless how sincere you are in your belief. Uh, some people say, yes, we believe in the absolute truth. But absolute truth exists only in the area of science, but not in the matters of faith and religion. So, my answer to them, can you prove this statement scientifically? And if you cannot prove it scientifically, then why should I take this statement as absolutely true? When you say truth is absolute only in science, but not in the matters of faith and religion, I will argue, can you prove scientifically that truth is only true and absolute in the realm of science? And if you cannot prove this, then your claim is not true. And people also believe that absolute truth does not apply in the area of morality. Morality is relative. For example, in some culture, they consider same-sex marriage immoral. But in other culture, they believe it's moral. So in morality, it is relative, not absolute. But for these people, I will ask them, if I beat you up, I tell you in my culture, I believe beating you is something moral. Are you gonna accept this? So you cannot say, in morality, absolute can be relative. Why truth is important? Because life has consequences for being wrong or for following falsehood. If you give somebody wrong dose of medication, this can kill him. So the truth matters. Because if you don't follow the truth, you can put your life in a high risk. The Lord Jesus Christ said, I am the truth. And the Lord Jesus Christ was judged by the lying people. And the sad fact is, from the beginning of the world, those who are lying, those who are unrighteous persecute the righteousness and persecute the truth. It is why Cain killed Abel.
People actually, when they speak about truth, there are many schools about the truth. Uh, the first school is relativism. Relativism. Relativism, they say truth is relative. And there is nothing called absolute truth. For these people, you can ask them this question. Is it absolutely true that there is no absolute truth? It is self-defeating. Because if you claim that all truth is relative, then your statement also is not true. Another school about truth is the school of skepticism. They doubt all the truth. They are skeptical. Even they are skeptical about the scripture. Many people say, how do we know that there was a character called Jesus, or a character called Moses, or a character called Daniel? They are very skeptical. But also, if everything is skeptical, then also, your statement is skeptical. Why should I believe your statement while you are casting doubt in all other statements? What makes your statement that everything is skeptical is not also doubtful? A third group they call, they say, they call themselves agnostic. Agnostic means you cannot know the truth. Gnosis means knowledge. A means I don't know. So agnostic, we don't know. We don't know. So if you claim that you do not know, why you are so sure that you know that you do not know? So all these theories are self-defeating. One of the fathers of postmodernism described truth like this. He said, truth are illusions. Coins which have lost their pictures and now matter only as metal, no longer as coins. But at least in this statement, he affirms one absolute truth that he is holding coin in his hand. Another school about truth is pluralism, which says that all truths are equally valid. Of course, this is impossible, that all truths are equally valid. I cannot say a woman is pregnant and another person say she is not pregnant. I cannot say all claims are valid. I cannot say the sun rises from the east and somebody said no sun rises from the west. 
I cannot say all claims are valid. Why, why people reject the truth? Because they support the tolerance. They want to tolerate every single claim. But they are confused between the equal value of every person with the equal value of every claim. Yes, all people are equal in their value, but not all claims are equal in their value. Pluralism fails to understand the difference between opinion and truth. We can have different opinion about something. For example, you say, uh, this crystal, I like it. Somebody say, no, I don't like it. That's your opinion. But the truth, it is a chandelier. That's a truth. The hidden agenda of postmodernism is that it, they want to make everything relative. Uh, and their ultimate goal is to make the whole world one state, one religion, one economy. That's why what they are aiming toward. But when actually we follow this mindset, we will drift from the truth. And drifting from the truth is drifting from God. And when we drift away from God, we will end in falsehood and we will risk our eternal salvation. That's why I like to conclude by reading some verses from Second John, second letter of Saint John. He said, the elder to the elect lady and her children, whom I love in truth, and not only I, but also all those who have known the truth. We are called to know the truth. And God will reveal the truth to us if we have the sincere desire to know the truth. Because he came to bear witness for the truth. Verse 2, because of the truth which abides in us and will be with us forever. So the truth, as I told you in the beginning, is not of this world. That's why the truth will abide forever. Verse 4, he told her, I rejoice greatly that I have found some of your children walking in truth as we received commandment from the Father. So the commandment from the Father is to walk in truth. What does it mean to walk in the truth? To follow the commandment of God. If God told us 
he is angry with homosexuality, I cannot justify it. Verse 7, he said, For many deceivers have gone out into the world. The word deceive means to make you believe a lie. That is deception. You need to be careful. Many deceivers have gone out into the world. And who is the deceiver? Is Satan. This is a deceiver and an and antichrist. Why antichrist? Because Christ is the truth. So anything against the truth is the antichrist. When we speak about antichrist, there is small antichrist and capital antichrist. The capital antichrist that the Lord is one who will appear at the end of the world. But there are many, many antichrists. Those who are against the truth, they are antichrist. Because Christ is the truth. St. John, the apostle of love, said in verse 10, If anyone comes to you, and does not bring this doctrine, this truth, do not receive him into your house, nor greet him. For he who greets him shares in his evil deeds. So we need to have a stand. We should not, under the notion of love, we compromise the truth the truth regarding the doctrine of the church, regarding the dogmas, regarding our faith, regarding the morals. Don't compromise the truth. Otherwise, you will share in his evil deeds. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this doctrine, do not receive him into your house, nor greet him. For he who greets him shares in his evil God was born to bear witness to the truth and he came and he enlightened our mind with the truth let us abide in the truth don't let the deceiving spirits in the world deceive you don't be deceived abide in the truth that you may have eternal life with all the saints. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.